Welcome to the Redeemer Community Church podcast. The following audio is from Redeemer Community Church located in Johnson City, Tennessee. We hope it will be encouraging to you as you listen. So in Matthew 25, it's this parable of the talents. And so Jesus says, for it, the the kingdom of God, will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted to them his property. To one, he gave five talents, to another, um, two, to another one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. He who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them, and he made five talents more. So also he who had two talents made two talents more. But he who had received the one talent went and dug into the ground and hid his master's money. Now, after a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. And he who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five talents more, saying, Master, you delivered to me five talents. Here I have made five talents more. Then listen to this in verse 21. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. And so for me, when I was young in my faith, um, the reason why I followed Christ um, with the fervor that I did, I mean, if uh, I was memorizing scripture, I was sharing my faith, I was studying God's word, I was reading books that were inspired um, by Christ. And if you'd have asked me, why, why are you doing all this stuff? Why, why are you memorizing scripture? Why are you studying God's word? Why are you sharing your faith? Why are you bringing your Bible to school? I would have told you that, man, my hope is that one day, when I cross that finish line, that God will look at me and say, well done, good and faithful servant. And the truth is, is that for me, that was a little bit of an uncertainty. Um, Like I I knew that I would get in, but I wasn't sure if God would be pleased with me. Well, backing up a little bit in my testimony from where I'm at today, I've, I've told you guys this before, but in 2009, I hit a really bad depression. I was in counseling, and as I was working through that, I found out that I had some issues with my dad, where my dad was always this heroic figure, um, colonel in the Air Force, all of these achievements, base command, all these, all these cool things. But like, I've never heard my dad say, I'm proud of you. And so I, I believe my dad's proud of me, but I've just never heard those words. And so what I was doing is I was projecting my view of my dad onto my view of God as my father. So in the same way that I kind of, I hope that my dad was proud of me, I hope that God the Father was proud of me. And so in the same way that I was wanting to get those words, Jeff, I'm proud of you from my dad. I really wanted to hear that from God, my father. And so really that was my motivation. Why are you doing these things? I just, I hope God's proud of me. Like I hope when I cross that finish line, he'll say, well done, good and faithful servant. Well, a couple of years ago, I was, I was working through the book of Mark. Let me read from you this, this part of Mark real quick. Sorry, I'm getting Bible drilled here. All right, so this is the baptism of Jesus. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. Now, John the Baptist was Jesus' cousin, and the baptism he was doing was called a baptism of repentance. And repentance literally means to turn from sin, turn towards God. And so I wrestled with, like, if Jesus never sinned, why would he be, why would he be getting baptized with the baptism of repentance, all right? And verse 10 says, and when he came up out of the water, immediately he saw the heavens being torn open and the spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, you are my beloved son, 
with you I'm well pleased. Let me read that one more time. And a voice came from heaven, you are my beloved son, with you I'm well pleased. When I was studying why Jesus got baptized with a baptism of repentance, what's happening is Jesus is raising his hand and he's saying, God, I will identify with sinners so they can identify with me. God, I will take their sin so they can take my righteousness. And so when Jesus got baptized, he was, he was stepping into our shoes. He was stepping into our place so he could exchange his perfect life for our sinful life. So that when God looks at us, he sees Jesus's perfect record in our place. And so if that's true, if that's true, if, if when God looks at me, he sees Jesus in my place, then what's spoken over Jesus has been spoken over me. And so when God says, this is my son with whom I'm well pleased, I can have confidence that if my faith is in Christ, that I don't have to hope with uncertainty that one day I'll cross the finish line and hear, well done, good and faithful servant. I know with confidence that today God looks at me and says, Jeff, well done, good and faithful servant. And my confidence of that being spoken over me is not in anything I could do, but in what Christ has already done on my behalf. Let me read read one more verse from you for you guys out of Galatians 4. In Galatians 4, starting in verse 4, we read this. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons. This is my son with whom I'm well pleased. Because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a son, and if a son, then an heir through God. You see, because of Christ, we have been adopted into a new family. Because of Christ, God is our father, and not who our dads are, but who he is, is perfect dad. He's our father, and we are his children. That's good news. And so when we get baptized, we are raising our hand and saying, God, Jesus has taken my sin so I could take his righteousness. God, I've been given a new life. I've been born again into a new family, the family of God, because I am your child. And today, today we have five people that want to celebrate that new life, that they are part of this new family. And we want to, we want to see that in action as they are buried into death, and then raised to walk in this new life. So if you're getting baptized today, why don't you go ahead and make your way up here to the front. So first up, we're going to have Sage Millhorn. So Sage, if you would come up here for me. All right, and um, we had Sage write his God story. So I want, to, I want to read his story for you guys before he hops in. 
Sage, why don't you look out here to the to the to the crowd? If you are if you're a friend of Sage or part of his family or part of his life, would you go ahead and stand up? Sage writes, one year ago, Sage and I went on one of our mommy sage dates while eating sage began to talk to me and ask me questions about if I'm a Christian and what's it do? What do you have to do to go to heaven to be with Jesus? I began to tell sage my story of how I came to Christ and how I rededicated my life to him. Sage then looked at me and said, mom, I'm ready to be saved and want to go to heaven with you and Jesus. We both began to cry and hugged and then bowed our heads and sage prayed I don't want to live without you, God. Please save me so I can live in heaven with you. I love you and forgive me for all my sins. Amen. That was one of my proudest moments of Sage. Sage continues to be, to, continues to love Christ in church. He is so excited to be baptized and symbolize his belief in Christ. Hallelujah. Chelsea, Sage's mom. Sage, I've got a question for you. Do you trust in Jesus and Jesus alone for your salvation? Mm, yes. All right, why don't you go ahead and hop in the water? <laughs> Sage, it is my honor to baptize you as your mom and sister in Christ in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Sage is going to go ahead and head back to get changed. But we're eating a little bit later. Make sure you find Sage and congratulate him and tell him how proud and excited you are for his new life. Sage, you're awesome, man. All right, next up, Molly. You'd come on up here. How are you, Molly? We're the Laney family, plus Elijah is over there. Um, I'm Adam, this is Audrey, and a little hope here. But Molly um, has has made a very, I think, precise intellectual decision over the last few years um, to accept Christ. She didn't jump into it or do it just because it was part of what we do as a family. Um, but she asked questions and, and worked through it and finally came to that decision uh, about a year, a little over a year ago. Um, we were waiting for the right time to come together and do this and celebrate and, and for her to publicly uh, uh, announce that she is saved by Christ. Um, and recently she has continued to grow uh, and we've been excited to see uh, how she has grown in her understanding of our need for Christ. And recently she actually had in a uh, a relationship that, that she has struggled with with a peer and, and came home and told Audrey how much she needed Jesus um, to help her in that relationship. So uh, we're just so excited to see how God is going to use the energetic and caring, compassionate heart that he has given Molly uh, in the future. Molly, I've got a question for you. Do you trust in Jesus and Jesus alone for your salvation? Yes. All right, why don't you go ahead and hop in the water? Molly, it is our honor as your earthly parents 
to baptize you in the name of your heavenly Father, Jesus Christ and the Holy Ghost. Once again, if you guys see Molly afterwards, uh, make sure to congratulate her and tell her how excited you are. Owen, come on up. All right, Owen. Are you excited? Yes. You're not first, but you're not last. Yes. All right. <laughs> so Owen wrote this um, yesterday. Owen came to know Jesus about six months ago. Um, I'm going to try to talk without crying. Um, but he's been waiting very patiently to be baptized for a while. And so when he found out it was baptism Sunday, he was super, super excited. Not even his sick sister could keep him home. So, <laughs> uh, My name is Owen Pumphrey. I'm seven years old and in first grade at Providence Academy. I wanted Jesus in my heart because I know that I'm a sinner and I need him. Sorry. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins. I believe that God loves me unconditionally. He is really good to us, even when we do things wrong and make bad choices. I want to be baptized because I want everyone to know that Jesus lives in my heart, and I want to live for him. I have lots of people that show me Jesus every day. My mom and dad, the people who help at the church, my teacher, Mrs. Glover, who teaches me about the Jesus and the Bible. My best friend, Finn, keeps me helps me learn about the Bible and what it means. Now I want to share Jesus with people who don't know him. If you guys are friends with the Pumphreys or in school with Owen or part of their family, would you go ahead and stand up? Owen, I've got a question for you. Do you trust in Jesus and Jesus alone for your salvation? Yes, I do. All right, why don't you go ahead and hop in the water. Jesus, Jesus, oh, <laughs> uh, it is my honor as your dad to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Will, come on up here. This is Will Ecker, and I'm going to read his story for you. Will writes, So overall, my, my God story would seem to start out pretty recently, with the exception of the fact that when I look back on my life, I can see the different ways he played a part in my life. My family is entirely non-religious, and as far as I know, I'm the first person to even believe there is a God. For the first 24 years of my life, I held no interest in religion and honestly never gave it a second thought. It was something other people did, but myself and my family had no part in. But as things do, but as things do, everything changed. In the past few months of my life, I all but became a different person than I have been. My lifestyle choices changed, the people I hang out with changed, and overall my outlook on life has changed. The changes in perspective started when someone close to me asked one simple question, one I'd never thought about or considered. What do I actually believe if I have no belief in a God? And I realized as I sat there with this person that I really had no beliefs, had no reason to do the things I did in life. I had very limited goals and had the outlook on life as just doing things that interested me until I couldn't do them anymore. There was no rhyme or reason to anything. 
This shocking realization had me questioning everything. What did I believe? What made sense to me and gave me a sense of purpose in an otherwise purposeless world? This was the first time I had really ever put these questions to myself. Through my own just trying to find what I believed was true, along with the help of many people I now consider my closest friends, I have found hope in placing my faith in Jesus Christ as my Savior. In the end, it was the message of the message that Christianity offers that provided a place for my faith to be placed, the message of love and redemption as well as salvation and hope. It was and still is a long, hard road for someone to go from non-belief in anything spiritual and to make a 180-degree believe in these things. But in the end, it was, was right for me. And though I still question things and can have a hard time in my faith, I always find my way back to whether talking to God by myself or with the help of my friends, who I could not be more grateful and blessed to have in my life. Will, do you trust in Jesus and Jesus alone for your salvation? Yes, I do. All right. Then it's my honor as your brother in Christ to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So if you would step into the water. This is Noah. Um, if you're part of Noah's family or friend group, if you would go ahead and stand up. I, I sometimes forget that. So if you're a part of the other families, I'm sorry. Um, but no, if friends, family, stand up. And Blake, if you would read his God story for him. Familiarity breeds passivity. Growing up in a Christian home, being in church every time the doors are open, and attending a private Christian school my whole life were ironically some of the most challenging things for my faith. When you ask Jesus to save you and are baptized at a preschool age, you don't actually see how broken you are until after you're saved. It stirs doubt in your mind. I've always known my Bible trivia. I could talk it up with my Bible teachers at school. Yet when faced with the reality of my brokenness and lack of belief, I was daily praying for my salvation just to make sure and I was, that I was all right with God. Doubt is scary and real, especially when your faith is based on a decision you made when you were five simply because everyone else at church did it. People asked me when I was saved, and I still couldn't tell you. I grew up with Jesus. I've always known him to a degree. He's always been in my head with all the knowledge I've acquired over the years. But knowledge without belief is so empty and scary. So I'm here today because he resides on the throne of my heart. The past year and a half for me has entailed all of that buildup of knowledge in my head slowly trickling to my heart. The significance of the gospel isn't the fact that my family or teachers cling to it, but because it's for me too. Christ is for me. He's for everyone. In this past season, my faith has become mine, not my parents or my teachers or cultures. The way of Jesus is so good, and it has taken me years of being fake and doubtful and rebellious to understand and truly believe that. But through every moment, he has been pursuing me. He has been calling out my name. I'm learning now simply what it means to be pursued, to be called as a son of the Most High, to partner with God in the expansion of his kingdom. I'm learning to rest in the identity he has placed on me because of what Christ has accomplished for me. My baptism is a symbol 
of surrender and commitment I've accepted through salvation in Christ. Every day I want to live in a baptism mindset, and my old self of rebellion and sinfulness is laid to rest, and I'm raised to life as a new man of hope and joy and peace with Christ. Every moment of my life is now an opportunity to be loved by him, to love him more, and to invite others into his love. His banner over each of us is love. We are his children in whom he is well pleased. So celebrate that with me. Noah, do you trust in Jesus and Jesus alone for your salvation? Yes, sir. Then it will be my honor to baptize in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. If you would, get into the water. If you're a part of the friend group or family or community of anyone who is baptized today, if you would stand up together and let me pray for us moving forward. God, I'm so thankful for the picture of new life that we have in Christ, that we are dead to who we were, but that you supernaturally brought us to spiritual life to live eternally with you. And God, we ask that you would empower everyone this morning. Sage and Molly and Owen and Will and Noah, that they would live the rest of their lives for you, that you would hold them close, that you would let them know that they are your children, that they are your precious sons, that they are your precious daughters, and that you are pleased with them because of Christ and Christ alone. God, let that work in their hearts and motivate them to run after you with all they have. God, for those who are here this morning, that long for that reality, to know what it means to be fully known and be fully loved by you, God, please let them to know who you are and work in their heart that they would repent, they would turn from who they are and their sin and turn towards you and find eternal life as well. It's your name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this audio from Redeemer Community Church in Johnson City, Tennessee. You can connect with us and find out more information at RedeemerCommunity.com.